It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Carcon Carne live from home uh, yet again. It is episode 457 overall. And Carcon Carne sponsored by C&H Financial Services. Business owners still wrestling with what this is, living with a pandemic, living under a pandemic. And C&H Financial Services is here to help. They are here to help. They offer a variety of products ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero-cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expenses associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of payment. CNH Financial Services eTab solution is easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. CNH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs, which can help get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented, ridiculous times. To learn more, contact CNH Financial Services at 855 600 2437 or go to chfs.us. My guest tonight, uh, I've known this dude forever. He is Jason Bachko. He's a drummer without peer. Well, maybe some peer, but he's really, really good. Uh, a, a local stalwart music, musician. And tonight we're going to talk specifically <laughs> about this. The album is I'm there So Happy is. You Called. This is a newly released version of something that you created in the 90s. In the 90s. So you can explain the elevator pitch probably better than me, but I'll try. Uh, oh, telemarketers blowing up our phones in the 90s. Right. You decided to exact your own brand of revenge on telemarketers <laughs> by just flat out fucking with them and recording the results. Right. To some degree. Yes. That, that's if, as you said, we would get calls every day. Do you remember Oh, I do. Here's the thing. I, I think it's worse now, but I also think it's not telemarketers. I think it's just scammers blowing up the phones. I was just going to say it's much, it's much darker. Yes. Yeah. Like back in the day, it was people no. you know, earning a living. It was people it is, from exactly. insurance and companies. and Insurance, and if you listen to the record, Pagers and the Chicago mm -hmm. Tribune. And yeah, you, you didn't feel like you were getting scammed. You were just getting bothered all the time and i we'd get calls multiple calls a day but i was going to say I, I wasn't really i didn't i never thought of it as as being t taking revenge on them because i kind of really just wanted to entertain them <laughs> and and myself at the same time like i never really wanted to be i was never trying to be mean-spirited i mean i was goofing with them and you're keep completely goofing with them. To, yeah, and trying to keep Maybe them it wasn't phone. vengeful, but it was just... Yeah, but it was... <laughs> but I, I knew that they were working, so like I didn't want to... Well, that was, that was really one of my first questions was, <laughs> not, not necessarily the ethics, but yeah, you know, these were people doing their jobs. You know, how, how much of a dick move was this in hindsight, doing this to people who are just trying to earn a living? Well, I don't think it was too bad. <laughs> because my, my my thought was, I was kind of hoping that they, after they got off the phone, they would go home or tell their friends about the insane person that they talked to on the other end. 
of the. So Lord. I, I want to get to the point where you, you decided to make this into an album, but yeah. while we're on topic, yeah, the things you do when these people call, <laughs> you have weird speech impediments and affectations that you play up on these yeah. calls. It's just <laughs> insane vocal tics and weird things that you just pass <laughs> off. And they, they have to keep talking around this early on uh, on side A, if you're yeah. following along on the vinyl, which, by the way, this looks like a fantastic old school comedy album. I love the, the way Pravda and you made this look. It, it's awesome. They did a great. Well, everyone that worked on it. Yeah. From the original that original photo is a side note was we did that in, I think, 2000. Jim Newberry took the photo. A great local photographer. One of the greats. Yeah. Well, right at the beginning of side A, there's a, a bit you do. It's not even a bit. It's just a response to a telemarketing call where you explain to the telemarketer that you just learned in the voice of a woman that <laughs> you're Jewish. Yeah. And I swear to God, Jason, it's the most uncomfortable thing to listen to on the album. <laughs> and you make you make her say it with you. I'm Jewish. And it's some some people's it's their favorite one. <laughs> Many actually. <laughs> oh yeah, it, you know it's it's in the single position on, right. on the A side. <laughs> and then there's yeah. another there's another very they're all memorable, but there's another really yeah. memorable one Which where one? someone's trying to sell you accidental death insurance. That's with with the ticks. Yeah. With the ticks, and <laughs> you're trying to negotiate this, thinking I'll be rich, but how is this going to work if I'm dead? Yeah. And it's this back and forth and she has to explain to you, but sir, you're, you'll be dead. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. At what point did you start messing with people or did you decide I'm going to start recording this? And, you know, anyone who calls me is fair game. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Well, we, I was living, it was in Bucktown, I guess. And I was living with Tom Sedone, who, you know, a fellow musician. So we were roommates and he had this, um, you know, an answering machine, which I guess we all had. Sure. That's how you got your messages back then with a little micro cassette recorder. Uh huh. And his had a. You mean one of these? Planes. There's yeah, a micro cassette tape is. on the back cover. Yeah. That's one of them. And his head as he, he, he wrote the liner notes. He wrote the recollections on the back. So his had a recording button where you could record the conversation. Sure. And I remember some of them could do that, or maybe they all could do it, but they, they would beep every 30 seconds to let the other person know that it was... Right, as required by law, you need to let the person know. <laughs> right, but this, his didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I had strange hours back then, as I still do. But oh, Yeah, you're a musician. Yeah. Hey, and, I don't think of you as a nine-to-fiver. It never was, no. I worked, but it was not nine to five. Right. But Tom had a, had a gig during the day, so I was home. And he had already lived there, and the phone bill was in his name. So that's why if you listen to this, they're all, most of the time they're asking for Mr. or Mrs. Sedone. And, and that when, they do, when they would do that, that's when I knew it was a telemarketer right. call. Or, that's when you knew, you knew it was go time. It was go time. And I think I just started it. I just, I all, well, one thing is I always like talking completely 
in nonsense, in nonsensical sen sentences or just making up voices ever since I was a kid and, and just saying very absurd things and non sequiturs that made no sense at all. Well, right. And, uh, I just, it just sort of started. I didn't, I didn't, you know, sit down and say, all right, I'm so sick of these people calling me. I'm going to give them a hard time. It, it was more lighthearted than that. I was, oh, wait a minute. These people have to stay on the phone with me. I can <laughs> say anything I want and get them engaged and see what happens. Did you, does that make sense? It does. Did you plan any of your characters or directions in advance? Like next time someone calls, I'm going to do this voice or I'm going to answer like this person. Yes, not not days in advance, but sometimes, you know, maybe in the shower, I'll think, all right, if they call, I'm going to try this one out. I don't know where it's going to go, but it would depend what, you know, different things inspired me. Like the Jewish one was really, I mean, that that is all my older relatives, my grandma, my, my aunt, various aunts, <laughs> and mixed with, you know, mixed with absurdity. Mm -hmm. And but there was you know what the other part was I think what at the time there was a friend of mine it was my friend's girlfriend and she had very excitedly told the two of us I just found out I just found out I'm Jewish because she found out like her you know some cousin was like you know an eighth Jewish or something and I just thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> for somebody to say right. Of course, fast forward to the present day where people do like genetic tests to right, determine their heritage and people are saying that kind of stuff all the time. Right. And one twentieth Norwegian. <laughs> right, exactly. So that one was you know, that's how that would come about. Or I don't I can't tell you where the tick I don't remember what started that, but the accidental death, it, that's just where it went. I wish I had a better story as to why. Did, did you get to a point when people called you, you were disappointed if it was someone you knew? Like, oh, it's Question. it's it's the guitarist in my band. Damn it. I was really hoping it was someone from Some Amway. Point. Yeah. Now and now all I want is for people to call me and say hello. <laughs> my friends, I mean. Of course. <laughs> so but you, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. At what point did you yeah. decide to because I remember you handing me did a I, CD. I did give you one, right? right when you made it, I'm like, what, what on earth is this? I had no idea. I knew you from various bands in town and you handed it to me and I had no idea that this was your uh, side creative pursuit. I'm like, what on earth is this? And why are you dressed like a clown? And uh, at what point did you decide, did you decide to turn this into a collection? Like press it up and just hand it out. I had a, how many did, I don't know. I must've had a dozen before I started putting them all on cassette. And so I, we, I, I can't remember how I got the micro cassette onto a regular cassette. And cause at first it started out with cassettes before CDs. Sure. But I think Tom and I must've, we figured it out somehow and I would just pass the cassettes around. It didn't have that cover yet, but I remember just as a, going back to the Jewish one, I, I remember I had to pick my grandmother up because we were going to another relative's funeral. So this was 96 or, mm -hmm. or 97 maybe. And I brought the cassette with, and I, and I make a mention of it on the back of the record, but 
I remember putting it in and playing her that, and she started cackling. And she got mad at me. She said, you can't make me laugh on the day of a funeral. <laughs> and she was, <laughs> but she, it was really great. And so anyway, so I would pass the cassettes around to people, you know, re- friends and relatives and other bands around town. That's how it all started. And so, you. <laughs> and me. So yeah. it's 2020. This yeah. is, we're at basically the 25 year anniversary of you putting this out. How does something like this bubble up, resurface, get a new pressing? How does Pravda get involved? How, like, I would have assumed this was just part of the past, and here it is. We're talking about this. It's fresh. It's fun again. How does this happen? I, a miracle. So I was, you know, for many years, I kind of just forgot about it. I mean, that's a lot of, it had a lot of steam for a few years. And as you read on the back, you know, with the different, quotes from different uh, Joe Satriani, Rick Springfield, Chris Ballou from the presidents of the United States. Yeah. An eclectic mix for sure. It very. And the, the Jesus and Mary chain brothers and yeah. Lily Tomlin. <laughs> they all, yeah, they through, I mean, we could get in all that, but they really, they, and, and Joe is a huge fan, a huge fan of it. Joe Satriani. Yeah. Guitar God. Guitar God, Springfield was a, it meant a lot to him that, you know, he put, again, if you buy the record, you can read about the back, but it, he, about it on the back, but he was saying that, you know, he had put a a little blur, a little piece of one of my pranks on his record at the time. And what does it say? Is it 2003 or I can't remember, or six? 2003. Yeah. Shock, denial, anger, acceptance by Rick Springfield. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it's very funny. That's so, okay. So how does this and, get re-released in the present? So I guess go back a little over a year. I was, I think I was doing a gig at Montrose saloon. Where we have you been over there at all? The I have anything? not. Yeah. I've not. I know where it is. Yeah. A lot of people play over there. It's fun. But uh, so this is going back maybe a year, year and a half. And I play in a band with Ken who owns Pravda. He and I are in this band, the Imperial Sound. Of course. As previously heard on Demo 312 on 101 WKQX. There's my plug. Yeah. I played something before. Oh, Oh, Jesus, Jason. Hang on. Don't worry. I'll pull it up. I didn't know. I would have gotten extra excited one day. You would have made my day during all of this. When it's ten thirty on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Hang on. The Imperial Sound. I played June, July, and August oh, on yeah. June 9th, twenty nineteen. Okay. In the month of June seemed appropriate. And on September sixteenth of twenty eighteen, I played "You've Been a Fool." Okay. Great. Thank you. Sure. All right. So the Imperial Sound, <laughs> anyway. Ken. So I think we were doing a gig and some of the guys in his, I think, you know, he plays in the band Expo 76, mm-hmm. the cover band. And I think somebody posted one of the I'm Jewish one, I think on Facebook. And one of them heard it and they started asking me about it. And Ken was there and he had never heard about it. If I'm getting, 
I think I'm remembering it right. And he said, oh, sounds great. We should put this on vinyl. And he said, you know, he's very, as a matter of fact, and I was thinking, yes, finally. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. As I always wanted to do something like that. I remember, remember we would always, bands would send their demos to record, you know, huge record labels. And, and radio stations. And radio stations. And I remember sending those out back then to major labels. Oh, yeah. God, it's hilarious. <laughs> and I, I, I swear, I think one of them wrote me back, said, we're not, we're not really sure what to do with this. We don't hear a single. <laughs> Isn't it interesting, though? Yeah. The, once you kind of let go and you, you stop working it, stop chasing it, it just kind of circles back around and, and connects. It, 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 and in the most you know organic way. Yes. Time, you know, just... I didn't even think he was serious, but I, I think, but I was thinking, I think he might be serious. <laughs> and I mean, as a, a yeah. serious hardcore music guy, being able to get something like this, that is 100% your creation on vinyl probably feels pretty fulfilling and substantive. Oh, I was, yeah, I was so excited. And I was, I was really excited just to put it, the actual physical copy sure. to, and the, the, having some friends work on the back and the front and, to make it look a certain way. And so and you, people can buy this. They can listen to it digitally. Yeah. And that's fine. That's great. They can enjoy you and just your creativity, your improv skills. <laughs> you got to own this on vinyl. This is, <laughs> this is the, this is the way to go. Yes. You can listen to it digitally. I would say this about any artist I support. There's something to be said for just owning it, having it, making it, committing to the artist's work and putting it on a shelf. I, I love this. This looks awesome. It sounds great. It. So that brings us to the present day, Jason Batchko. Yes. Uh, we can get, where can we get this? First of all, you can get that at the Pravda records website, which I, it might be pravdarecords.com. <laughs> I think it's easy enough to find, but I have a Bandcamp page for it as well. And you can buy it there. I think it's just my name, Jason Batchko. Uh, Pravdamusic.com. Is that what comes up? That is what comes up, and uh, lots of great stuff. I mean, they've been they've been putting out great music for for decades. I mean, it, there it is, Jason Batchko. I'm so happy you called. Yeah, yeah, oh. it is amazing. It. I was telling Ken a few weeks ago. I was saying, so you guys are having a renaissance. And they just put out this great Matt Wilson record, the guy from Trip Shakespeare. Oh, sure. And the flat five records. Coming Dude, out. I used to love trip Shakespeare. Oh, they were my favorite band. I, I saw them at Metro on the, across the universe tour. And they were just fucking awesome. They're incredible. I, I want to show. We would always try to convince people and we, we couldn't, <laughs> we always would lose the, like, I'll oh, forget it. <laughs> Here we, I'm going to show the Pravda records. Here's the Pravda site. Yeah. There's, there's the Jason. CD, I'm so happy you called. Uh, hi, he, who, that's you making weird noises, as previously mentioned, as promised. Yeah, what I, else is on there? <laughs> what? I think my, my, my purse, if I had to pick a personal favorite, it, it's, it's a deep cut, but it's, <laughs> it's, 
is number nine, the How Army, because that I was just trying to be a complete, completely unhinged person, saying nothing that made any sense at all, but unhinged. somehow still trying to say the right thing to keep the other person and maybe just stay on for a minute longer. So that's a deep cut. So that's like Night Flight. <laughs> And I just found out is like cashmere. If this is if this is your physical graffiti, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's up there. <laughs> so all right. So people who need a laugh and holy crap, don't we all right now? Uh, but you're having a cocktail. I mean, they're welcome to 2020. That's that's just medicinal at this point. Well, as I said, I said to you off screen that I was a, I, I was a little nervous for being on screen, <laughs> which is ridiculous, right? Of course it is. Like like we've never spoken before. <laughs> I know. So that that br- right when that green light comes on, <laughs> that brings us to the present day. Where do you, I mean, I, I know you as a musician first, yeah. where are you up to? You mentioned Expo 76. What else do you have going on? Well, those, I don't play in that group, but those guys, I think were the ones that brought one of them brought that up. Got it. At the, at, at the Imperial sound gig. So before none of us could play anymore, I was playing a, a fair share um, with different, bands i was actually the joy poppers got up and running again that's yeah tom's group um his songs and we had some new people some new friends new friends and new musicians in the group and it it was we had this in my opinion this great kind of triumphant return at the g-man the saturday before the shit hit the fan right the next week it was Metro was closed and it just like, Oh, well, okay. Well, we went out with that and, uh, hope we'll return at some point, but that was happening. And I've been playing in a band called grit and the double knit, which is, and we had a monthly gig. There's great musicians in, in that group. Um, kind of a swampy Tom Waitsy sound, little swing sold. What's that? Sold. Yeah, I think you'd like it. We were doing a fun monthly gig at Taylor Street Tap, this little this little bar on Racine and, and Taylor, I think. And, you know, we can't do that right now. but Which is too bad because you can go to Jim's Original after the gigs. I know. Or Lawrence's. I'd always find something. Oh, but yeah. You'd go real, well, those are open late, so yeah. I uh, I stopped doing gyms. I used to live in Pilsen. When now, man, this that recording that I did is so old. It didn't even make. You know, by the time I moved to Pilsen in '99 or 2000, I was at the tail end of doing these things. <laughs> it's just crazy. But I used to go to gyms a lot when I lived over there. But right. uh, and I've been playing with Rachel Drew. Have you talked to her at all? And haven't. Yeah, she's great great songwriter and she gets great musicians in her band that I get to play with. And so we actually, we've been doing some outside gigs this summer, which has been nice. Just keeping those chops going. I, yeah, just, you know, we're practicing and I've been recording and I, I, I put up some older recordings on Bandcamp. I finally got it around to doing, and I did a, uh, a new, a new-ish recording, a, a an avant-garde, I guess you'd call it, jazz freak-out duo with 
a saxophone player friend of mine where we just go insane for about 20 minutes. I love it. Yeah. So then I'm trying to, you know, write some new tunes and keep busy that way. Cool. All right. And so we try, we try to stay sane. We can support you in the meantime by buying. I'm so happy you called. Yes. Sir. To value at any price, get it on vinyl, listen to it on digital. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, it's like I said, this is a time when we are all desperate for something to amuse us and make us laugh and distract us. This is the perfect thing. I, I hope it does. <laughs> I hope hey, there's one I work hope for me. One prank, one prank for everybody. <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> I, I'm going to kill the Facebook Live. Thank you, everybody, for watching there. Thank you, Jason Batchko. Thank you.